You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. My name is Brian Hunter. I am the senior film programmer at the Sinatopia Film Festival. And my name is Sultan Sharif. I am a filmmaker and I am curating the Detroit Voices short film competition at Cinetopia. Sultan, have you worked for the festival long? Is this your first year? Uh, this is my first year working directly with the festival. I'm on the board of the Michigan Theater, so I was around last year, and, and uh, I live in L.A., actually, so I kind of watched it from afar, then flew in for the actual festival. But this is my first year, you know, hands-on, on the ground in Detroit. I've seen the festival grow from year to year to year, which has been fantastic. Seeing it, you know, start off in Ann Arbor with a little bit at the DIA, and then last year was a little bit more. And this year really seems to have branched out significantly with so many more Detroit venues. Can one of you guys kind of tell me how that came about and tell me about the venues a little bit more? Our dream for Cinetopia has always been that it's a it's not an Ann Arbor film festival. It's not a Detroit film festival. It's a Southeast Michigan film festival. So we've always wanted to branch out to Southeast Michigan as a whole. And you can't really branch out into Southeast Michigan as a whole without Detroit. Detroit's the centerpiece of it all. We knew we wanted to get into Detroit. We were able to do that with a really generous uh, grant from the Knight Foundation to expand into Detroit. And with our partners at the DIA and our partners at the Charles Wright Museum and our partners at Cinema Detroit, it just, it just seemed like a, this was a good opportunity to sort of blow the doors off it and, and sort of just go big. Tell me a little bit uh, as far as the venues like uh, the CCS location, fairly easy to get to? They're all like in a little, almost making a courtyard. Um, you can so we really wanted to have a walkable experience um, because part of the festival is you know mingling with other people and, and talking about films and um, kind of having a walkable space. So all of the venues in Detroit at least are all um, pretty much in the Midtown area and then um, and so pretty easy to get to uh, you know just walking. So you could just come park for the day and then walk around to most of the venues. And then Cinema Detroit is a little bit further down the street, but it's you know it's only seven eight blocks down the road. What kind of stuff are you the most excited? to show this year and when it came to the programming did you have any kind of uh hand in picking certain things that you really wanted to see get in there? I booked about 75% of the program. You know, I was at Sundance this year, and I saw films at Sundance that I loved that I, I brought to the festival. Last year, you might remember this, that Cinetopia had that, that byline of, you know, the best films from the best film festivals. And that's something we want to continue on doing, only because, it, I mean, it's true, there's, there's a lot of great films that play at tons at South by Southwest at Sundance that never sort of make it out in the world. Finding those great, great films, bringing them to Ann Arbor, bringing them to Detroit, giving people a chance to talk about them, giving them a chance to, to see them. Um, you know, it, there are so many festivals you could go to, uh, and you know, we go to Sundance, we go to Cleveland. We think Cleveland is a good a good role model for us in terms of what we want to we want Cinetopia to grow into. They have a, a, a gigantic film festival down there, and it's you know, you go and you see this this. You know, I think they have a hundred and some films this past year. You look at that and you go, you know, we can do this. So, you know, it's just sort of scoping things out, seeing the stuff that's out there, trying to find those little gems, the stuff that that might be buried or forgotten about. With You know, everybody can say that Beats of Southern Wild came out of Sundance, but what about the other films that came out of Sundance that year, the ones that, that didn't get American distribution, the ones that didn't make it across into the U.S. to be screened? So that's the stuff we're really, you know, and and, and award winners, too. We, we, want, we want the best films from the best film festival, so... That's what we, we're, we're attempting to do is still bring those films to Southeast Michigan. There are definitely a couple of films that I really wanted to push push for. One was 1982, which ended up being our opening night film. Uh, the, the director of that is a good friend of mine, and I was at the premiere in, at the Toronto Film Festival. I actually took a group of about seven high school kids from Detroit 
to the premiere of that, so they got to be a part of the red carpet and everything. And I just felt like the story was something that a lot of Detroiters could relate to, but then it, it, the positive sort of swing of it um, at the end in terms of the director and his career, um, I thought would be something that could really resonate. And he actually is also doing another project in Detroit um, that I'm working on as well uh, later this summer. So I was kind of looking at like trying to find a Detroit connection to a lot of these international films that are going on. And then White Shadow um, was another one of them. Uh, the director, Nawaz, spent like eight months in Detroit last summer. So there was sort of another Detroit connection there as well. Um, and he was really excited about having the film shown in Detroit. Uh, and actually, we're bringing some of the actors out for that. So I was kind of looking at, you know, one of my interests, even with the Detroit Voices category, is, you know, thinking internationally, but also thinking about how can we take some of this cool stuff that's happening around the country, around the world at different film festivals, and use it to sort of enrich, like, the film community locally here in Detroit. And what are different tie-ins that we can create, um, what are ways we can engage with the local community. And so I, my angle was to sort of try to think about films that might support that type of initiative. Yeah, on the projection booth, we covered the film Good Hair, and we talked to David Humphreys, who does the Detroit Hair Wars and all this. Tell me a little bit about the movie Bad Hair that you have. Bad Hair is a film I, I actually really, really like. This is a weird thing for me this year. I just happened to have a couple of films, you know, more than ever before that sort of just fell into my lap that and I, I just couldn't escape them. Bad Hair is one of them, and it's uh, uh, it's, it's about uh, Venezuelan boy's obsession with straightening his uh, curly hair. Um, and there's this, I just thought it was a wonderful film. I thought it was a beautiful film. I, I, I hate when people, when I'm at Sundance and I hear people say, oh, it was beautiful. Oh, it was beautiful. It's like a go-to thing to say about a film. But it really is a beautiful film. And it, 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 it touches on the sort of LGBT community, just sort of the, the, the expectations of a little kid and in, in, in how appearance is still an important thing. I'm, I sound like I'm rambling here, but there's just a lot to say about it. I mean, it, it, you know, it touches on this wave of, of homophobia in uh, um, the Venezuelan community. And it's just, it's just a real, really nice film i just can't say enough about it i can't i can't say i can't say anything you know it's one of those you, you really have to see it and you really have to take it in it's not heavy it's not a heavy film but it's uh it's a film that i think a lot of people will be talking about after the festival um the the young boy who's in it whose name i will slaughter if i try to say is, is one of the best child performances i've seen this year in the past, one of the things that I've really enjoyed about Cinetopia was the way that you had kind of these series of films going on. And um, I remember specifically, like last year, there were so many Altman films that you had kind of peppered throughout the festival. What is that for this year? John Sales is, our, is who we're celebrating this year in uh, connection with the University of Michigan Symposium on Sales. The University of Michigan has uh, the archives of Robert Altman, the archives of John Sales, and the, ar the archives of Orson Welles. So John Sales is coming out with a few other um, John Sales scholars and some uh, people associated with John Sales, and we'll be showing Gopher Sisters, which is his most recent movie, Road Star, which I think is his, his best movie, and then a movie from 2004 called Silver City, which I, I, I just think is a, a really good, pun firmly in cheap political mockumentary. Not mockumentary, not so much, but sort of like, uh, sort of like Tanner 88, where poking fun at the political process. Who are some of the other folks that you have coming out this year? We're still in the process of like nailing a lot of that down. From 1982 and opening night, we have uh, Hill Harper and the director Tommy Oliver. We have, you know, there's a great film out of South by Southwest. It's actually a Michigan-made film. It's filmed in Grand Rapids in Detroit called Buzzard. I think there are a million people coming from it. Uh, the director Joel Petrukas, another name.
names that I'm probably slaughtering, uh, Josh Burge, um, some producers, just a whole group of people from that. A really, really, uh, the, the funny thing about Cinetopia for us is we, we start making a list in probably August of films we want to keep an eye on, films that we want to remember. And every year at the Michigan Theater, we do a white Christmas sing-along. So I was, I think I was Googling white Christmas sing-along to look to see what, you know, a vanity search for the theater. And this film called Jingle Bell Rocks showed up, and it's a movie about Christmas music collectors. I said, this looks interesting. And so I talked to the director, Mitchell. He's a, a wonderful guy. We're, we're going to bring Mitchell out. Um, we're going to have the film. Bill Adler in Ann Arbor and Detroit Native is coming with the film. There's lots of people. Northern Light is this uh, snowmobile racing documentary set in northern Michigan. Run the director and the producer and some of the uh, subjects of the film are coming down. So one of the things that's interesting this year is like it really is becoming a, a a Michigan festival too. These these great films that are coming out of the state and it's I mean, between Northern Light and and Buzzard. Uh, c- uh, Consideration is a film that was shot in Ann Arbor. Uh, I share an office with its producer and so maybe I. Maybe she had an in already, but it's it's a good, it's a good film. It's a competent film. So it's it's looking, you know, seeing these great movies that are being made in Michigan in our own backyard and cleaned up and getting the people that worked on them. I mean, if if, some, if the best boy grip from Buzzard wanted to come to the festival, I'd bring them to the festival. I want to celebrate films, but I also want to celebrate Michigan and Detroit. One of the films that really caught my eye when I was looking through the schedule was O.J. the Musical. Can you guys tell me what that movie is, is like? My colleague Amanda saw at. Cleveland this year, and it's a mockumentary in the Christopher Guest style, so to speak, of uh, of mockumentaries. So the setup of it is that every every small town, every town's got that that kid who's gonna who's gonna make it, who's gonna be he's the best actor, he's the best singer, he's gonna he's gonna leave that small town, he's gonna he's gonna put his ten stakes down in New York or Los Angeles, and he's gonna be a big star. They don't all make it, and so he does uh, while trying to get together. Um, Set up funding for a, an ad, a musical adaptation of a fellow. He ends up making essentially a musical about OJ. <laughs> When it comes to film festivals, one of the things that I like the most is that you're not going to see your typical fair. You're not going to see the romantic comedy with uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter, Matthew McConaughey, these kind of things. What do you think is going to be some of the most challenging fair for people to enjoy this year at the festival? I personally think 1982 is the most complex and challenging film. Forget the racial identity issues that, that it deals with. It, it, there's a whole family dynamic. I mean, if you saw Infinitely Polar Bear when the Michigan played it this year, it, it's a film that I think people are going to walk out of having really seen something special, but, you know, bringing up a lot of personal things for people. I felt when I watched it, I watched it on my, on my iPad when Sultan sent me a screener of it. I got teary-eyed because I, I, I saw myself in these characters. I saw family relationships they have in, in these characters. And so I think a film like that is uh, is the one. I, I, I think people are going to walk away from that film just sort of blown away by it. I was actually going to say <laughs> the same thing, um, which is why I wanted to bring it there. But I, I also think, um, like, White Shadow is actually another one of those those films. Uh, it creates this world that, you know, it, it has its sort of barriers to entry, I think, but if you can can sort of put out the investment and allow yourself to get into it, uh, then I think it, it, it has a sort of bigger payoff. And, and even for me as a filmmaker, I think those are the best types of films and really what you want to get at a film festival that you want, because you challenge yourself in a way that you don't normally challenge yourself, I think, and the, the festival environment sort of helps with that. And then also we, we have a couple of actors coming for that, so then there's this kind of bridge 
that takes place where after you might watch a movie that's really powerful or really intense or just really challenging, then you get to discuss with the people who were a part of its creation, and then they can, you know, they can share their own experiences of what it was like being a part of that production. And so I think both of those films will have really interesting, um, I don't know, they'll, they'll, I think they'll create a really cool dynamic conversation. Uh, and so I'm really, really looking forward to that. But I'm, overall, I would say I'm hoping people, you know, for me, I'm, I mean, I'm a filmmaker, so I, I'm always open to just trying something new. But I, I really hope with, with Cinetopia, in a way, it can kind of almost sort of teach people the festival experience, which is a different experience than just going to watch a movie. Because, you know, for a film, you got to you figure out with your friends and you reach out and you kind of plan on what you're going to see. And I think with a, a, a ideal sort of film festival experience, you can kind of like bounce around and say, oh, I just came out of this thing, and then I just went and got some food, and now there's this other movie playing at 7, and it doesn't look exactly like what I might normally go see, but, you know, it might be interesting, so I'll check it out, you know. And so I'm hoping that, that people get that, because there's so much payoff, and you discover so many things, almost about yourself and your own taste, you know, that you might like, um, that you wouldn't have thought of otherwise if the festival environment didn't provide you know, a way for you to engage in cinema in that kind of way. You know, another film that just sort of came to my mind is, so that I was talking is, is this film called Rich Hill, which actually won an award at Sundance this year for, for documentary. And it's, you know, it's, 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 I said to my co, one of my coworkers after I watched that, that, you know, it's a movie about growing up a, a boy in a small town. I mean, that's, that's its roots. It's growing up a boy in a small town. I don't think I grew up in, a, in, in the smallest town, but I'm, I'm watching this movie again, and I'm just seeing, I'm seeing myself, and I'm seeing, you know, you know, the fear of being a teenage boy, the fear of growing, you know, this, this living in poverty and this sort of thing. Uh, and so it's, you know, a film like Rich Hill, I think, is really important. Another film that I think that people are going to walk out of it really wrestling with what they just saw, you know, really wrestling with their feelings, you know, on whatever side of the political spectrum you're on about, you know, what is the, what, what is going on with poverty in our country? What, why, you know, how does being a boy growing up in a small town, you know, I think everybody can relate to that, whether you grew up in a large metropolis or a small town. I think you can relate to the idea of, like, making something for yourself and making yourself into something and, and, and the challenges of it. You you got to see Buzzard, and you got to see this this film, uh, Todd on the Farm, uh, Xavier Dolan's, uh, I would say his most recent film, but I apparently just had a film at Con, so he's cheering out right now, but it, it, it's something. It's, it, it's something to behold. Yeah, I have to say, between all of the venues and all the films, it just seems like you have such an opportunity to be able to see such a wide range of films, and really, you don't really have that much of an excuse to miss one, just because there is such a, a great opportunity to see so many different things, whether you're planning on setting up camp in Detroit, going out to Ann Arbor, everything is playing everywhere, which is, is wonderful. Yeah, and we're really, uh, one of my, um, maybe it's a selfish ambition as a, as a Detroit filmmaker, but I, I'm really hoping too, I mean, it's just people experiencing the the festival environment, you know, it's it's Film is a really cool thing where, you know, in Detroit there are a lot of, you know, the big music festival and uh, I heard that there is a, um, a Comic-Con in Detroit happening this weekend. There are all these different events happening, but, like, they can be for very sort of niche communities. And I think with film it's something that's very accessible. Like anyone, you know, anyone can, everyone knows how to watch a movie. You don't need to be a jazz expert or electronic music expert to just show up and enjoy an experience and be taken on a journey. And so I'm really hoping that, um, you know, people who might not even think of themselves as 
traditional film festival goers or that being something that's a part of their sort of cultural repertoire like this is a this is not great opportunity to kind of overcome that and to jump over that and and just embrace sort of a new experience and a new way of engaging with a different medium that could also impact your taste long term you might find you really like quirky you know christmas music documentaries you know like there are uh, there's so many things to discover you know and i think i really hope that with cinetopia this year both for the films and there you know we have other special events that are going on in the evenings after parties we have a few panel discussions that are happening between detroit and ann arbor and it's such a great opportunity to engage with the storytellers themselves and hear their journey up to make the film and how did the story change from start to finish you know um there's a there's a large sort of story around every film and a film festival is a great way to to get a bit of that and to participate in that experience with the filmmakers themselves there's a couple of cool competitions that we're doing as well for where we're looking actually for people to do um like li- like live movie reviews and then post them and then we'll actually post send those re- reviews out so there's that's something that people can engage with as well by going to our site or um it's I think it's on our Twitter also uh and they can become sort of like live critics for the film and uh and give their reviews and stuff around the festival so they can check that out as well as a a programmer I mean my my go to thing is just to shut the door and watch movies and and I, I, one of the things, I don't even know if I said this to you, Sultan, but one of the things I appreciate about Sultan this year is that he brought this sort of energy, I think, that was, was lacking from the festival in previous years. Not that it was bad, but it's like, no, this is a film festival. We're going to have panels. We're going to have parties. We're going to do all this stuff. I, in my years of going to Sundance, I've been to one party for a total of 45 seconds. The last party I probably was at was at last year's Cinetopia party. And so, like, I, I'm I'm getting excited for Cinetopia because I feel like, you know, there is this energy. It, it, there's a buzz in Detroit about it. I, it's undeniable. But I think working with people like Sultan, who, who I think were, like, were like-minded, has brought this sort of, you know, this idea of a film festival from, a, you know, my boss, Russ Collins's mind. Like, it, it's not fully fleshed out. It's not fully formed. But it's it's in the right direction. That this is going to be something that, that Ann Arbor and Detroit and Southeast Michigan can hang their hats on in a couple of years. Yeah, you know, one of the other things that I've really enjoyed about the festival is the selection of silent films. And it seems like that's been pared back a little bit this year. But I want you guys to tell me um, about the, the silent film that you have showing this year, The Yellow Ticket. The Yellow Ticket is a film that Elliot Wilhelm from the DIA brought to us. It's, it's an early silent film that touches on, uh, on uh, Judaism and uh uh, you know, you can go down that that rabbit's hole of of you know how silent films portray ethnicities and and and, and is it fair or unfair? But this is a film that really highlights the, the sort of differences. It's a film that Elliot was was really 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 excited for, and it's a film that we're actually finding. One of the you're right about silent films being pared back this year, which is for no other reason than we wanted to give some new films a shot, some, you know, not take up some screen time for some silent films. And we were pretty excited. We're getting a lot of excitement from some of our colleagues at the Weiser Center in Ann Arbor about The Yellow Ticket, a film that, honestly, I'm I, probably not the most excited for it my, personally, but hearing people get excited for the, the musicians who are coming to play for it. It's just, uh, it, I think it's going to be something special. It's only playing in Detroit. 
So it's, it, I think it's something that I hope people go out for. I hope people get excited for it. There's some world-class musicians who are working on the film, who are scoring the film live at the DIA. Just a really, really, really tender, nice film, you know, from 19, 1918, too. That's the other thing. It's a film from 1918. So it's, it's, you're really looking at, at the creation of something. Uh, the, the, you know, cinema was still in its infancy. So it's a really, really good film that tackles issues with identity. And I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see. I hope I can even get a chance out to go and see it in Detroit when it's playing with a score by Alicia Slagles and Marilyn Lerner on violin and piano, respectively. It seems like it may be a little heavier than the Harold Lloyd Fair. If you want to see a guy hang off a clock, I don't think it's in this movie. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe there's another cut, but... I mean, they keep finding pieces of Metropolis, so could, right. it could be there, too. I'm really excited to see the documentary called The Dog. It's actually the first film we booked this year. Uh, yeah, I, I, I had uh, working with uh, this guy, Jeffrey Winter. He uh, sent, me, sent me some screeners, and I'm sort of working my way through it. And I had just seen Dog Day Afternoon on TV, like the night before, two days before. And I put this in, and it was sort of like getting the, the bonus commentary on a, on a Blu-ray, because here's this, like, this... You know, you, you see it You see it in lots of movies. Oh, based on a true story, based on a true story. But you never really get, you know, how much of it is the truth and how much of it, you know, how much of it is actually based on that true story. And this is a film where it is, it's a killer movie. I can't I can't say enough about it. It, it really is the true story of Dog Day Afternoon and all the stuff that went on before it and all the stuff that went on after it. And it played at Cleveland this year and we had actually already booked it for our festival. And so it's just, it's just a... a, a you know, a fascinating film about uh, John. You know, they man, there are a lot of tough names this year. John, who's the main character in the in the in the, in the documentary and the, the inspiration for the dog the dog day afternoon, is such an engaging and charming character. He's a character in the truest sense of the word. He's really at the center of New York's uh, gay liberation movement. So it's just uh, hearing him talk. I mean, one of the things that I actually, when I watched it, that I, I, I sort of, I don't want to say I was taken, taken, taken aback by it, but I mean, just how like brutally honest he is about, about you know, this what happened in his life, what happened with this bank robbery, what happened with this, um, this LGBT uh, activism that he was, uh, and, and he, he, he tells it like it is, and, and he's a funny, funny guy. So it's hard not to like him. It's hard not to like that movie. I think they say it, he's unapologetic and brash, but I mean, again, hard, hard not to like a guy like that. The other movie that caught my attention, and I swear this will be the last one, but the other one that really caught my attention was one called Wetlands. I have a funny story about wetlands uh one of our projectionists at the michigan theater goes to he, he goes down to athens ohio to work at a film festival every year right after the ann arbor film festival and he had got i had booked wetlands i had seen it i i had really liked it it, it you know it, it played sundance and the the image uh in the sundance guide is the same image if you searched for wetlands on the cinetopiafestival.org website and i was like oh man this is like i gotta see this movie this is something pulling me into this movie and i don't know what it is and uh i don't i i think it's got a bad rap it's not as dirty as people i think i think that when you see the images from it and you, you, you look at it it's a it's a coming of age movie really it's about it's about a girl growing up and uh anyway my projection stands like comes back from this film festival and he goes i was down there and i saw this movie uh wetland you gotta book it it's it's, it's so great it's the crassest thing i've seen all year and i was like dan i got good news for you i already booked it every year i have asked 
what's next for the festival. I mean, obviously, the festival hasn't even happened yet, but I know that you guys are probably already looking forward to the 2015, maybe looking forward emotionally, but definitely looking forward to um, how is the festival going to progress what do you see as far as where do you want to be in 2015? There is a lot of national and even global interest in Detroit, um, especially around the art scene. Uh, there, you know, ev- everywhere I go, people are always asking, like, what's going on in Detroit? What's going on? What's happening? And so where I see this, um, if we can, you know, have a cool experience this year and really get people together, then I, I see this sort of growing um, just sort of in the, within art communities and being sort of, we hope, like a, a meeting space where people of different art fields, because, you know, cinema encompasses so many things. There is a music piece. There is a fashion piece. There is, you know, the f- sort of photography piece. Um, and so, and, and as people are shooting films in Detroit, we're hoping to sort of connect those dots a little bit and so um, really start to move into uh, this sort of like regional conversation about, dare I say, a film society, <laughs> but something like that could be really cool where we could have labs. And, and obviously all that stuff, it, it takes time to develop. But what I'm hoping and what I've been trying to put energy into is to just be a conversation starter for a lot of those things um, to really look, you know, 10 years down the line as Detroit is changing so much and say, what what kinds of things can we start doing now to with Cenotopia in Detroit and Ann Arbor to prepare for the 2025 version of Detroit. And we've seen so much change in the last five years, you know, imagine what it'll look like 10 years from now. So how can we prepare and engage with the community in a way that'll allow us to hopefully grow organically with with the interests of the city and, and different communities? So I think that's kind of where, what I'm looking forward to is like really expanding in terms of our community partnerships, the types of events that we're going to have, the types of visitors that we're going to have, and just expand all of that to make to really make a make a festival that's um, at least for the Detroit side, but also I think Detroit and Ann Arbor to make something that that is representative of our region. You know, we're a region unlike any other in the world, and we have a history unlike any other um, that's rich with you know from Motown, auto industry, the music scene, and everything that's come out of Detroit. And so I'm hoping that Cinetopia next year can start to move into some of these other spaces and maybe connect with some of the old school Detroit rock scene or connect to something with Motown and, and, um, and start to just find organic ways of, of engaging the community. I am getting excited for 2015 already. I look around at, you know, like a, a festival like South by Southwest, and, I, you know, I, I feel like that can work in Detroit. I feel like something, you know, Detroit Detroit wants. I mean, South by Southwest just is, is an indie rock and punk rock and some movies you've never heard of. I mean, South by Southwest is this established brand, but they started somewhere. I think we're in the same boat. I think we can we can grow Cinetopia into something that, you know, is, is is a world-class film festival in southeast Michigan. And I think that Cinetopia, I mean, it might not happen in 2015, it might not happen in 2016, but we're, we're, we're taking the right steps, we're going in the right direction, we're adding and, and growing organically. Where, you know, again, if it wasn't for the Night, Night Foundation, I, I don't know if we're talking about Detroit as seriously as we are this year. I mean, it might, it might have been a couple years before we, we got a, a, temp, a, a stake in the ground in Detroit. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to, you know, if the, the, I'm excited for 2015. But I'm excited for 2016 and I'm excited for 2020. I mean, I I think Cinematopia has got legs, and you know, I'm 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 excited to see where it goes. I would just throw out there like there there are some cool sort of things that we're putting together. Um, Spike Lee's going to be in town for actually a different event in Ann Arbor, but one of the things that we're doing for 
people who buy um, passes on our website, uh, we're doing a couple of competitions where they can win tickets to, to that intimate event that we're having with Spike Lee. So that'll be really cool. And, uh, and there are a lot of like special events. Every day there's additional stuff happening. So people can find it on our website. But we have a panel every day and some cool parties at, at night. And so I, I just hope that people, you know, use this as an opportunity to discover what a film festival is and how it works and then maybe even help us to grow it in the future. And so if the movies, you know, if you're not, don't think of yourself as a huge film buff, there's a lot of stuff for people to experience. Um, that'll be really cool at Cinetopia. And you guys are also out on the social networks and doing all the Facebooks and all that stuff? Yeah, we have a Facebook page. We have a Twitter account. We have, I think we got an Instagram. Um, you can probably find us on LinkedIn. I don't know. Uh, we're, we're, we're out there. <laughs> Come and interact with us via the Internet. Yeah. 